0: Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. I was reading through Luke 15, and there's three stories, the three parables. And if you don't know what a parable is, a parable is just a story that Jesus tells to illustrate a lesson he wants to teach somebody. And the the first parable he told was of the lost sheep, where he leaves the 99 and searches for the one. Doesn't mean we're any more special than anyone else, but it means if you're lost, he's going to leave the 99 because they're okay and he's going to search out for the one. That's because he wants relationship with you. The next story is about a woman who loses a coin. She's got 10 coins. She drops a coin and she's frantically going throughout her house trying to find this lost coin. She cleans her house. Can you imagine? She lifts up a furniture. She walks around to find this lost coin that was lost. That's what God does for us. When we're lost, he searches for that lost coin, which is us. And then the last story, and I've got it up on the screen, hopefully. Luke 15, to seven, Luke 15 17 to 24. And it says, but when, he ca- but when he came to himself, and this is a story of the prodigal son. It's about a son that wanted his inheritance and was not willing to wait. He wanted to party and he wanted to have a good time. And so... He asks for his inheritance, and his dad, who loves him so, so much, gives him his inheritance, and he goes out and he squanders it all on his pleasures, loses the lot, and he finds himself in a pig pen eating the pig's food because that's all the food he can find. And he says, I'm in this place of desperation. I need to find my way back to the father. I need to find my way back to my home. And so he goes, he makes this decision he's going to go back. Even though he's taken all his inheritance, lost it all, he, he realizes that his only hope is through his father. And I believe this is one of the things that's going to happen in 2021, that people are going to find themselves, maybe not a pig pen, but they're going to find themselves in situations they don't like. And out of that situation, they're going to be like the prodigal son where they're going to turn around and they're going to say, I need to find something. And we're going to be there who can offer them the hope of a father, the hope of a savior. So we go on with the story at Luke 17. And this is from the prodigal son. And ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand, which means authority, and shoes on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and celebrate, for this my son was dead. But he's alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. This son had lost his inheritance. He had no inheritance. And he makes a decision in the pig pen to turn back to his father. And finds his inheritance again. For 2021. Can we not sit in the pig pen? Can we not continue to look back at our roots and keep trying to pull back our roots? And I know there's a process where we, where we day by day get closer and closer to God, but can we make a decision that we're going to reach out into our inheritance, not sit back to where we are because some of us have lost our expectation. Some of us, because we've prayed for something and it didn't happen the way we wanted, we've lost our expectation. And we've dulled down our faith. What i like to encourage you this morning, it doesn't matter what happens, it doesn't matter what sickness comes upon you, it doesn't matter what evil falls upon you, can you make the decision, I am not going to lose my faith. I'm not going to lose my hope in God because that is really all I have in the worst times. That is all I have. I know the world treats us bad. I know people do the wrong things by us. But God never will. And we shift our focus of what God can do and we shift our focus and we let these people and these things pull us down to what the world offers us. Can we, put, can we shift our focus back and to what God offers us? Because that's our inheritance. I haven't said what the inheritance is yet, but the inheritance is really, really, really good. Yeah. There's a, there's a, a scripture that jumped out at me last week. And it says in Ephesians 3.6. This mystery... Is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, partakers of the promised in Christ Jesus through the gospel. You probably don't understand that when I'm saying it first up, especially if you've just been in church for a little while. Gentiles. There was the Jews who thought they were the bee's knees. They thought they were God's blessed people. They were the chosen ones, which they were. But because they were, they felt they were better than everyone else. And there was this Gentile nation who they looked at and they thought, these are all the others. They're not Jews. Every single single other person was a Gentile. Well, can I tell you this morning, you're Gentiles. (laughs) We're all Gentiles. And if we were back in Jesus' time, we probably wouldn't have the same hope as we would if we were a Jew because we weren't the chosen ones. But when Jesus came, he threw everything on its head. And we read from Peter, as I was saying the other night, and he had this dream about the Gentiles and this load of snakes came down on a, on a carpet. And this dream, he says, that's for you. And, and if you know anything about the history, they did not like snakes. They did not like anything with clove and hooves. They did not like pigs. And there's these pigs there, and, and he's being told to, to go and associate with these pigs and these snakes, which for them is not what they meant to do at all. And out of that, he goes out and he he goes out and ministers to the Gentiles, which is us. So there's a future and a hope because what we weren't chosen, now we're the chosen ones. We've been grafted into the vine, grafted into this hope. And we have an inheritance in him. The world cannot corrupt. It's in Jesus. Jesus is our only hope. Jesus is the answer. As I said in the beginning, and I'm going to say it again, Jesus is the King of kings. Jesus is the Lord of lords. Jesus is the one. Have any of you ever gone out, and and I know Esther's going out street witnessing, have any of you been confronted with somebody who is truly evil? Have you experienced that in your life? Where the thing inside of them is not them talking to you, and you recognize it and you know what it is i say jesus is the king of kings and the lord of lords but it's not till really you confront these situations and you see what's coming against you and then you speak the name of jesus and when you speak the name of jesus you see this thing bow its knee because jesus is the king of kings and lord of lords for 2021 I'm not saying, and I'm not saying to go looking for these things, but I'm saying if this thing comes up, you've got to recognize, and when you do, you realize that Jesus is actually the King of kings, and he is the Lord of lords, and it's through him we obtain our inheritance. And it's so easy for us to lose the sight of that when we live in an affluent society, a good world, but when we've got nothing else, we realize that Jesus is the answer. See, we're fellow heirs in that that scripture, we're fellow heirs, That means there's a promise, and we can access this that promise, it's for everybody. Fellow heirs, can I encourage you to step out in faith in some way over the next period of time? To step out in faith and to say, God, I'm a fellow heir with you. That means the promises that are in God are mine because I'm not I'm a Gentile, and there is hope for me now because the promise, the mystery that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, and this was spoken to the Jews. The mystery that was shown back then, Lord, let it be shown to us, Lord, I pray, that God, that we would know and feel and realize the, that we are heirs in you. And if we're heirs, that means we have an inheritance. Yeah. So your past does not matter. In Ephesians 2, the end of the verse says, And we have been raised up with him, and he has seated us in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That is the position we are in. That is the position we are in. I didn't read the whole scripture. Sorry. But we're raised up with him, and he's seated us in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are free. We are free and we are free indeed. Because we're heirs, we're beneficiaries, we have an inheritance. And the moment I talk about inheritance, you probably think of a will. And if you've had anyone in your family that, that's gone on being promoted to heaven, which my mum and dad were, I won't say they passed away, they were promoted to go to heaven, as we will be one day. And we sat around, and and I wasn't there, but my my sisters listened to the will, and and it was sent to me, because they're in New Zealand, I'm in Australia. But this will that they had left equal portions to all my siblings. Because my dad got sick, the the government of New Zealand took all the money away, and and there wasn't much left, but we think about finances when we think about wills. But can I ask you, and, and going back to your family situation, we think there's a will and there's an inheritance to, to, that happens when someone died. Someone dies. Well, can I remind you that someone died 2,000 years ago? The price has been paid and there's an inheritance sitting there, something waiting for us. But are we going to grab that inheritance that's ours? It's not just inheritance of money and finances. This is an inheritance that we get. My father had big ears. I've got big ears. He had a lopsided frame, so I've got a lopsided frame. I can look at his mannerisms, and I've picked up his mannerisms that I've picked up over the years. It's an inheritance that I have from my father that I probably can't get rid of. But as we spend time with God and spend time with Jesus, can you imagine the inheritance that we're picking up over time that's coming into our lives, an inheritance, incorruptible inheritance, as we spend time with our, with our God? The inheritance that's ours You know, there's some good things he taught me. Church was always on Sunday. Yeah. Always on Sunday. We don't know really what we're inheriting when we, when we spend time with God. But let me tell you, it's going to be good. Yeah. And can we step into our inheritance for this year? There's a lot of scriptures I could read out. Jeremiah 29, do we know it off by heart? Do we know it off by heart? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. In Deuteronomy 31, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. In Joshua 1, 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In Philippians 4, 6 to 7, don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's our inheritance. That's what we've been born into. See, we're members of the same body. My next point. Do you realize we're all linked? This is your brothers and your sisters sitting beside you. And not only just here in this, in this congregation, but can you ima- imagine that the Apostolic Church down the road, the Catholic Church up the road, the Methodist Church around the corner, every church, we're all knitted together and we're part of one body under the Lord Jesus. And not only that, can you imagine going back 2,000 years for every person that's been there that accepted Jesus from the beginning, we're part of that body. We are huge. That means we're part of this body that's coming under Lord Jesus Christ. Everything that He obtained for us. And in that, can I say we're all different. Each and every one of us are different. Each and every one of us are calling. Don't lose your distinctiveness. Don't lose who you are. Don't try and be the same as everyone else, but be who you are. Own who you are in Jesus. And I know God's going to use you powerfully. You are designed for a purpose. You are destined for a purpose. The same lineage that Peter had, that Paul had, that the disciples had, is the same lineage we have. Members of the same body. That is who we are. Partakers of the promise. John 10.10. Who wants to speak it out? Does anyone know it? and life more abundantly. That's right. The thief comes only to steal, steal, kill, and destroy. But I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the mystery. This is the mystery. Are we willing by faith to step into the mystery of faith? Members of the body that was before us just like the, the saints of old, we can be the saints of the future. Partakers of the promised, in Christ Jesus through the gospel because he has raised us up with him. And I think I might have the scripture too in Ephesians 2, 4-6. But God being, and I've got the wrong translation, but because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy made us alive with Christ Even when we were dead in our transgressions, it was grace that you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. That's Ephesians 2 verse 6. And can we read from verse 6 to 9? We got it there? In order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace... Can you imagine that in the coming ages, that's us. He might show the incomparable riches of his grace to express in the kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. This totally undeserved mercy and grace. That leads us into the inheritance we have in him. Still haven't told you the inheritance, really. Through the gospel, the good news, the good news, the good news, is this you in your situation? The gospel, it's all about Jesus once again, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. When we repent. That moment, as I said, that time when I stood up with my arms and I was remembering what it was like to actually repent for the first time and to stand before my, before my Saviour. And I still remember the thoughts and the emotions that went through my head. That when we re- repent, there is transformation from the inside. There is transformation on the out. Then when we're baptised in water, where we go down and we display that what was washed and we're clean, and as we come up, we are whole in Him. An outward sign of what happened on the inside and then we're filled with His Holy Spirit, with power and authority to move into the things we never thought was possible. We are full of power. Full of power. That means some of the attributes that Jesus had are actually in us because His Spirit lives in us. Are we going to step into that? Is that going to be part of our inheritance this year? The inheritance. God will not go back on His word. We get acceptance. We get forgiveness. We get freedom. We get truth. We are not stuck any longer. Things are going to get better because we're loved, because we have an advocate in heaven pleading our case. That is Jesus. We get restoration, an intimate personal relationship with Jesus. The restoration from what was stolen in your lives can be brought back. We have power. We have authority. This... This is our inheritance. And as I'm saying these things, are you moving in the inheritance that you've got? Are you moving in power? Are you moving in authority? Are you moving in freedom? Do you have peace in your life? Do you feel accepted by the Father? If that is your inheritance, if it's, if you're not feeling that in your life, then I can tell you that there is an inheritance there waiting for you that you can obtain this year. See, the Jews thought it... It wasn't for the Gentiles, but it is for the Gentiles because it's you and it's me. It's for us. Yeah. 2021. What faith steps are we going to take to step into the inheritance? Because there might be a will, a last and testament with, that Jesus has left, and it's got Mark's name on it. It's got Nick's name on it. It's got David's name on it. It's got Errol's name on it. It's got Graham's name on it. It's got Esther's name on it. It's got Tennille's name on it. It's got all your names on it, and you've all got your own one. Are you actually going to go to the lawyer and pick up the will that was left for you? And are you are going to read on that will what was left for you? And then when you've done that, are you actually going to leave? Just imagine it was money again, and there's $10 million in the bank. Are you going to leave it in the bank or are you going to go and access it? Because there's, there's an inheritance there for us. First thing, are you going to go and get your will, what's written for you? And you're going to accept it, that it's yours. And then are you going to go to the bank and you're going to go get it? Because 2021, I want to be the one who's going to go get it. And Sometimes that takes faith. Sometimes it takes faith steps to step in and to obtain what was rightfully yours. It's on the will. It is rightfully yours. But have you gone out and got it? It's by faith we obtain the promises. By faith Abraham was chosen because he was by faith he obtained the promise. He stepped out and he believed in one God, not multiple gods. And we can be exactly the same. A supernatural God in a natural world. This mystery is the Gentiles' That's us, our fellow heirs, yeah. members of the same body, partakers of the promised, in Christ Jesus, that's the gospel. Yeah. That's the gospel for us. Supernatural, supernatural, and in that, are we going to be representatives of the king? Yeah. Representatives of a kingdom that is not of this world, that as the world bows before pressure. And as the world bows the knees because of COVID, it bows the knees and is scared because of financial difficulties, bows the knee because Trump did not get back into power, bows the knees because China is raising its head, bows the knees because of all of these things are happening, are we going to be the ones that are going to stand up when everyone else bows the knee and stand up just as Daniel did and take our place? Because that's what it needs. That's what God needs from us to realize We are natural beings in a supernatural world and we carry a supernatural power that no one else carries and that's Jesus and the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So as we come to the end of the service, and I'd like the team to come back, I don't know where we're going to go with this. But I do know that a supernatural God wants us to step into supernatural increase. Supernatural increase. And are you willing? Are you willing to step in? I'm looking across the auditorium again and I can see people that have got gray hairs. And I'd like to say to you, now's the time to dream dreams. Yeah, don't sit back. Those years of input in your life are there for a reason. And you carry an authority that us young people do not have. I'm not young, I'm old too. The younger people, this front row here. (laughs) you're young. And the young ones, what are your dreams? If you were to close, actually close your eyes now just for a second. Every person who's under 50, let's call them young, The the, over the 50s can close their eyes and they can dream dreams (laughs) but the ones below 50s can you close your eyes just now, if God was going to give you a vision there was nothing holding you back everything of heaven was available to you everything what would your dream be what would your world look like And who would you be and what would you change in your world? Can you see it? Because when you have a vision, it gives you focus. And that focus, when you see it, it's like you're firing an arrow and you can see the point you're aiming for, the arrow with the point. So can you see something this morning? Can you imagine something this morning? Something that's God's got for you. Maybe it's something physical. Maybe it's something supernatural because God has got a calling for every single person here. And for 2021, are we going to go out and what is your inheritance? What's written on your will? What's written on you for this year? What are you going to aim for? What are you going to pursue? What are you going to stand up for? That this year is going to be different than the other years. And the older ones over 50 have got dreams. Those dreams that have been around for a long, long time, and some of them haven't been answered yet, God, I pray for fresh fire. I pray for fresh fire, Lord, I pray. That, God, they wouldn't step back and take a step backward step, Lord, but they would step into that dream that they've always had. The authority that is there, that they would pick up that last will and testament that was written for them. They would read it again, Lord, and step in again. That the bones that are sore would not be sore any longer. That the muscles that are weak, Lord, be strengthened. God, Lord, that bodies, even now, Lord, as they're sitting in it, would be healed. They'd be strengthened in the name of Jesus. God, that we might step into all that you have for 2021. And while our eyes are still closed, is there anybody here who does not have a relationship with Jesus? Anyone here who has not given their lives to Jesus? Or anyone here who has taken their life back? Is there anyone here in that situation? Because I'd love to pray for you as well. If there is, can you just raise your hand and see who it is? Anybody? Thank you. Thank you. Our God is an awesome God. I pray you get a fresh vision. Lord, I even pray right now, Lord, as we're sitting here now. The waves of your love would flow over us. Lord, we'd feel that peace, Lord, that comes. Because out of that peace, Lord, comes strength. Lord, even though we live busy lives, Lord, in this moment where we get a few seconds, just let us just stop. Listen to you, Lord hear you Lord God the distractions may fall away Lord as we focus on you just for a moment just for a moment I don't know how much time we've got and I don't like restricting by time but we're going to sing a song and if you'd like someone to pray for you over this for fresh fire, fresh vision, fresh dreams. We would love to pray for you this morning because starting 2021, fresh. Starting 2021, running in the things of God. Look out world. Look out world. Yes, yes. For who you are. Can you step into who you are? for 2021.